Hello, and welcome back to Plantastic Wellness. I'm your host, Avery Magaha, and today we are going to cover how to make your own elderberry syrup. Elderberry has many immune-boosting antioxidants and vitamins, such as vitamins C, A, B, and other beneficial vitamins and minerals that can help support the immune system. Elderberry is a great source of fiber and has a multitude of other benefits, such as helping with focus, reducing inflammation, and promoting brain health, along with other additional perks for overall well-being, even helping emotional health by relieving stress and anxiety. The elderberry syrup recipe that I typically use is the one provided by Mountain Rose Herbs, which is a great place to get different herbs from and to learn a lot if you're interested in herbalism or different recipes to promote your health. So I'll be linking their blog and a link to their elderberries as well that they sell in the description. If you're interested in making your own elderberry syrup, then definitely check that out. For this recipe, what you'll need is two cups of dried organic elderberries, four cups of water, preferably distilled or purified water over tap water, and two to three teaspoons of dried ginger root. I typically use powdered ginger anytime that I made this in the past. A brand I would recommend is Jiva Organics, that's J-I-V-A. You can get a pound of powdered ginger for $12 from them, so it's a really good deal. I like to cook a lot of curries, so ginger is a staple for me. Ginger is known for antioxidant properties, and it can actually increase dopamine and serotonin levels. The recipe that we're going to be using today also calls for one cinnamon stick. Cinnamon is great because it has anti-inflammatory properties. Decreasing inflammation can actually help lower the risk of contracting diseases making cinnamon a really healthy addition to diets. Of course, it's important to do your research before deciding on what natural remedies, supplements, and herbs are suitable for your health. For example, it's generally advised to avoid consuming elderberry while pregnant, and it's not recommended for children younger than two years old. So always do your research first. This isn't medical advice, it's just a collection of research that I've done and some remedies that have worked well for me, but every body is going to be different, so definitely look into everything to see if it's a good fit for you. The last ingredient this recipe calls for is a cup of honey. Honey is great for its nutritional, therapeutic, and cosmetic benefits, as well as the beneficial amino acids that it contains. Honey is actually a good activator of the immune system, um, it triggers the immune response and helps protect the body to fight off infections, making it a really great addition to your elderberry syrup. Something else that I typically add is clove, because clove can help get rid of colds, viral infections, asthma, and even help with respiratory conditions such as bronchitis. Clove also has a delicious warm flavor that really complements the cinnamon flavor well. Elderberry can last up to six months in the fridge, but it can actually be frozen to last longer. Another option to help increase the shelf life of elderberry syrup is by adding a cup of vodka or brandy. To make your elderberry syrup, combine all of the herbs and berries in a pot of cold water and bring them to a boil. When they come to a boil, turn the heat down and let them simmer for 30 to 40 minutes. Once they've simmered, remove them from the heat 
and let them soak in the water for another hour before straining the liquid with a funnel and cheesecloth to separate your berries and herbs from the syrup. Once the liquid is cool to just above room temperature, that's when you can add your alcohol if you choose to and your honey. Honey also works as a natural preservative and will help your elderberry syrup stay good for longer. You're going to want to add the honey in a 2 to 1 ratio. So if you have 2 cups of elderberry syrup, then you will be adding in 1 additional cup of honey. So the amount of honey you add really just depends on how big of a batch of elderberry syrup that you're choosing to make. You're going to stir the elderberry syrup well to incorporate the honey before you store it in a sterilized jar in the fridge and you can take one to two teaspoons of your elderberry syrup daily to help bolster your immune system during cold and flu season. If you want some of the benefits of elderberry syrup without going through the process of making the syrup, then another option is making an elderberry tea. You can do that by boiling two cups of water with two tablespoons of dried elderberries and a cinnamon stick to make a simple elderberry tea. As always, I hope that this episode finds you in good health and that you stay healthy during the remaining winter months. Thank you so much again for joining, and as always, feel free to reach out to me via the email contact at lavenderlinddesign.com. I would be more than happy to chat. If you guys have any questions, you can also send them to me via that email. I am currently taking requests for topics to make podcast episodes on. So if there's something you're interested in hearing or learning about, email me or reach out on Instagram, which you can also find at the username LavenderLynnDesign. Thank you so much, and until next time, I hope you have a fantastic day.